Black Zeus, first ever comedy special, coming November 2022. Black Zeus, comedy special, coming November 2022. Please hit the subscribe. I will be back every Wednesday, wherever you listen, and on YouTube, so that you can watch. So that you can watch. What up, my niggas and nigglets? It is I, Black Zeus, back for another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast, season three, episode 33. That is the age of me. Anyways, I'm so happy to be back. I am happy that you're back. Thank you for being back. What beautiful people you are. Um, what a, I had a packed weekend. Packed weekend. I'm fucking exhausted. Uh, I woke up Monday morning. My voice was shot. I had a headache. I was like sweating. I think I overworked myself this weekend, but it's all leading towards something. And uh, I had a very good weekend. You know what I mean? Just got to take time to rest my body or else I'm going to kill myself. And uh, that's not the goal, baby. The goal is not to kill myself. The goal is to deliver myself to the people because I am a man of the people. I am a nigga of. The niggas and nigglets. The biggie duets. Niggas and nigglets. I don't know where this is going. Uh, this is a very aggressive start for all the white listeners. You know, I bet you feel cooler. Uh, <laughs> I'm back uh, for another solo episode. And um, unfortunately, I don't think I'll have White Slade back in the studio for the foreseeable future. Uh, again, sending my love and best wishes to this guy. Um, but I do, I do think, I do think it is, it is time to fill the seat. Not today though, but I am, I am talking to potential, uh, replacements that can be here, um, regularly, you know, barring any fucking unforeseen life events, but yeah, and maybe, you know, that's two strikeouts with white people in the in the producer chair so i think it's time to bring in a nigga i think it's time i think it's time to bring in one of my niggas my niggas <laughs> man i am bonkers i did six shows this weekend three days six shows yeah and it's all uh, towards the comedy special that I, my first comedy special that I'll be recording this November, November 2022. Um, more info to, to come very soon. Working on all the promo and all that good stuff. And uh, working on making this the biggest thing that I have ever produced. Because it's also the biggest thing I am going to be doing for myself up until this point in my comedy career. So... Everything's going big, baby. You go big or you go home. I already got the big Johnson, if you know what I'm talking about. Woo! That one's for the lady listeners. <laughs> I really am loopy. Can you tell? I've been in the studio for hours now. I was supposed to record this 
hours ago. Um, but like I said, this is the biggest thing I have done or am doing up until this point in my career. And it's, it's requiring so many more layers of work and effort on my part that I'm very happy to do, but it's also new territory for me. I'm going to, I'm going to get a little inside baseball in this episode. I'm going to let you inside the mind of Black Zeus as I prep for this comedy special. Now, the six shows this weekend, all fucking fire. All amazing. I torched every room uh, as I should be working with material that I know so intimately well. Um, this comedy special, like I've been telling y'all, is a burning of material. It's me bringing back my very best jokes from when I first started and bringing them up to the level of where I am currently as a comedian. So, you know, I'm able to fucking polish up these turds uh, a little nicer than, than I originally presented them to the world. So I'm very happy about that. Um, I'm not really... I'm not really nervous or fearful about the comedy part, to be quite honest. I got that shit down. Um, what I am... I, what gives me anxiety and what is causing me stress and what is causing me to to think and act in ways that I never have before, which is a positive thing, um, is this comedy special and the business side of the comedy special. Because this, this is honestly the leap that I am making to audiences and to my fans and to the people that have been following me and, and supporting my come up and all that stuff. I'm leveling up in their eyes comedically by doing a comedy special. But for me on the back end, what I'm actually fucking doing is solidifying myself in the business side of show business, bitch. Don't forget that it's not just a show. There's a business to this whole thing. And I've gotten fucking phenomenally better at one and it's getting a little lopsided. You know what I mean? Not that I don't know what to do on the business end. It's just that because I focus so much effort on just being as fucking dope as I feel and will continue to get better on stage. Now this shit is in autopilot mode. Now, like my brain is just automatically tuned into progression and what to look for and how to elevate my jokes and my stage presence. All right. So it's like here over here. I've done so much. Uh, I've done so much in my 11 years in comedy. Uh, but I haven't really put it all together business-wise. I've produced shows. I've hosted shows. I've headlined shows. I've middled all that stuff. Every aspect of the, I've promoted shows. I stood on the street and barked for shows. It's called barking when you stand on the street with like hand flyers and posters and shit to give out to random ass strangers walking by. You, you got to have really uh, thick skin for that one because it's just pure, pure denial. It's literally you bombing in the middle of the street it's awful but it's all towards something i put my time in i paid my dues and i feel like i'm i'm ready to graduate baby i'm ready to to do my fucking dissertation my bitch my bitch who says that <laughs> who the fuck says that i gotta call myself out on that my bitch what the fuck is that um but yeah this is like my final exam my, uh, what's like dissertation is the thing, but also there's another word for it. You know, that fucking, 
where you submit when you're going for like a PhD. Damn, this is gonna bother me. Oh my, my thesis? I don't know, bro. Clearly I went entertainment and not school. So forgive me if I don't remember all those terms. But yeah, it's just a, a matter of putting it all together, the show and the business and bringing that business up to, to the level and standard that my comedy is at. And it's a fucking nightmare, but it's a beautiful nightmare. Like, I love the challenge. I, I, I know that this is a quote or a saying by some famous philosopher, and I'm probably going to butcher it. I'm paraphrasing here. But, like, in order to succeed at things that you've never accomplished or succeeded before in your life, you have to be willing to do and learn new things that you've never done or learned in your life before. So what that all means for me in terms of this comedy special and and leveling up the business side of my game to to where the show is and making it all one complete show business package I um like how do I how do I put this I also just had a brain fart I'm not going to lie to you I just I I smoked a little bit of weed you know, a little bit of weed because I was getting stressed out and I spent a lot of time um, making a press kit. One of my first press kits, like properly for myself. But essentially what I'm boiling all this down to is I'm doing a whole lot of extra work that I just haven't done before. And it's not even like I haven't had reason to. This is I'm actually kind of a little annoyed and angry with myself. But this is part of the growing pains of, of life and of being an artist. You're not going to know everything going in. And thankfully, I have OGs that are literally like right now helping me so, so much by just putting me on game, uh, putting me in new comedy clubs and, and opening up new avenues and doors where I can practice. But also like. Like putting me on game in terms of the business side of shit, like I'm, t I'm talking to my OGs that have been in comedy and have done really reputable things Uh Yo, shout out to Keith Pedro being one of them. An absolute fucking legend. Uh, the Trilipino himself. This guy is my OG and, and like in every sense of the word. And I'm so proud. I'm going to give this man his flowers right now. I'm so proud of the year that this guy is having. He is fucking going all over the place. He just headlined a bunch of improvs in, in San Diego and San Jose, like all in California and shit. He was doing some theater spaces in Cali. Uh, and I think he, I think he did some shit like during a LA Clippers game just before the end of the season. Like, I don't know. He's doing some really fun and big shit. He's on the uh, roast battles, uh, Canada, which is in its second season. I think it just hit its second season. He's in both seasons of that. I'm pretty sure. Um, this guy knows what he's doing and, uh, and above all that, not only does he know what he's doing, he's one of the, the few that just is op open, like an open book, man. This guy really does care about um, about his craft and really does support like people that he fucks with. And I fuck with that, and I'm very grateful to be one of the people that he fucks with. Literally one of the first people in this, in this uh, comedy community in general. When I started 11 years ago, one of the first people to start actually opening my eyes up to the business side of shit, you know? And um, even though this is an art, this is an art form. I am an artist and, you know, I always treat it as such. Uh, 
there is a business to all of this. And once you get good enough at your art, you do want to live off of it. Um, and there's a fine balance in that even. Making sure that you're not becoming too corporate and keeping your art, like your art and your heart in your art. That was, that's heart and art. That's a, that's a big, that's a big fart. I'm a little mad at myself also. I'll just got, I'll just bring you into the process. Cause what the fuck? That is what this podcast is all about. Anyways. Once again, this podcast is like a recap of my comedy career, a showcase of the come up of a comedy career. And I feel like I've been very honest with you guys since season one, episode one. Um, this is the biggest, most challenging task I've ever taken on in my entire life. Bar none professional or personal, like, not even fucking starting comedy career. That was monumental in and of itself. And obviously without that having happened, this wouldn't be happening. But like, this is the, this is what should be the next evolution and progression and next big thing that scares the fuck out of me. I'm not really scared that I'm going to not sell out or whatever. I actually am very confident that I will fill this theater space for my comedy special. Um, it's just... You know, being honest with myself, which I do pride myself of, of being, being honest with myself in the, in the sense that I know there's extra layers and level of effort and just work that I've acknowledged that I need to put in that I haven't yet. And I think this is the natural progression of my, of my journey anyways, because even though I was accumulating all these skills and I was recognizing that I need to put them into, into action, I would do them piecemeal. As I, learned the, as I learned the new skills, I would put them into practice and make sure I understood how to actually execute on those. But I never, like, went, like I said, I never really put them all together to put on a grandiose event. And, and that requires me to sit at my fucking computer for hours after I normally would. Requires me to to thoroughly schedule my fucking days and my time because that shit is limited. And the second I stop, it gets away from me. And then I lose a day or I like, it starts with losing an hour and then you lose a day and then you lose a week and then you lose a month. And the next thing you know, you're at the thing and you're underprepared. And I know it sounds like it's like making it more intense than it is. It is intense. But I feel very confident in being able to handle this as I fucking should 11 years into a comedy career. You know, at what point do I actually now double down? I've already doubled down in life by starting the thing by by taking the scary leap of standing on a stage and being shit for years for being shit for years, bro. I ate shit for years. But in my heart of hearts, I knew what I was capable of. And for the first time, you know, you override the fear in life. And on the other side of fear is just bliss. Fuck fear, my nigga. And that's how I know what I'm doing right now is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because it scares me a little bit. And I need that feeling. Everybody does. You need that anxiety. You need that push. Unfortunately, a lot of people aren't mentally equipped to deal with that. So that, that's where you get fucking, you know, that's where you get bogged down in life or you could slip into depression or you could just slip into mundane nothingness, no progression, which to me is depression. Stagnation is death. Doing nothing is death. 
knowing that you have visions in your head and in your heart to execute in real life, but then doing nothing about it to live with that regret. I would rather fucking kill myself. I would rather do all this sweat, cry, laugh, just experience it all and fail and end up a greeter at Walmart or something than to build up even a fucking good career now in some safe field in computers or some bullshit and then live with that regret in the back of my mind for the rest of my life. At some point, I just fucking off myself. I'm like, I knew how funny I was. Like, why didn't I just give myself that chance? But the thing that stops everybody is fear, my nigga. Fear is powerful. Fear is very powerful. And, and honestly, it's very easy to see or feel or believe that fear is more powerful than, than love. Um, because fear is crippling. Love is not crippling. To have love or passion for something is to move easily through it. This is a career. Like I said, there is a business side to show business. This is a job. Like, you get into comedy thinking it's just comedy, right? But then, like, what does that really mean? How much do you, are you in it for a hobby? Which some people are. But I knew from the fucking jump, from the first time I put a microphone in my hand and made an audience laugh, I knew that this is what I was destined to do. And even still, I didn't have the reasons why. I just knew that this was. But I didn't have my intentions really locked in yet. And that took some time because that took personal growth. I, I'm fucking very realistic about this shit and, and about life too. You know, I don't, I've learned through, through trial and error to not beat myself up. And that's another place where I feel like we all falter. We're our own worst enemies, which to, to an extent we should be our most, um, our most intense critic only because we know ourselves ourselves and our desires and our motivations and our intentions and our abilities intimately well like no one else on this earth can but there comes a point where you are too critical of yourself and you just don't do anything and that's fear my nigga that is fucking fear that is fear of moving into something unknown and and looking like a jackass Number one fear is public speaking. I'm sure everybody has their own number one. Some people say it's dying by fire, dying by drowning. But like a pretty general consensus is most people fear public speaking. So imagine for, for me, what, like I'm a different case because like my personality already lent itself to that. You guys have already heard my origin story. My entire life was steeped in fucking stand up comedy and comedy movies and comedy shows and just comedy, comedy, comedy. But it took my life experiences and it took me till 22 to actually see, to take the fucking blindfolds off and realize what was already in front of me. I'm sitting here trying to go to university and college twice. I tried and I'm still in my heart of hearts. I'm like, you know what? I'm happy. I tried at least I thought about things that I was into and passionate about or like had a hobby like um, interest in. And 
And somewhere midway through each of those two years in, in, and I mean that literally, like I went two separate times, one year each, and I didn't, I didn't complete either course, but I su- I successfully completed the years just because I wanted to prove to myself, I like, I, I'm not going to just drop out. I committed to, to trying to see if this is something I want to do or pursue. And I committed to the year and, and honestly, animation, I was really close to completing. But by that point, I had my car accident. I had my coming to Jesus moment, like my booting up in life because of that car accident. And then I realized stand-up was the thing. Comedy was the thing that was always in my life that I'd never tried. And having that car accident just jolted me enough to make me realize that you only got one life, my nigga. You only got one life. And I was surrounded by people that weren't actually my friends. I had to reassess all that shit. I had complete breakdown in life complete and utter breakdown not once that i ever bogged down in feelings of depression or anything like this i i recognized what i was feeling i recognized that i have one life to live and i just promised myself that i would never ever live like that again and ever since i developed self-honesty uh i developed self-expression in ways that i hadn't before i developed a sense of self i became fully formed You know, and I think one of the greatest things to ever come out of that accident was I dealt with my traumas. I finally stopped gossiping. I stopped looking at what other people were doing in life. I stopped carrying jealous energy. I started figuring out why I had so much anger and aggression, why I treated people the way I did at that time. And it was fucking painful. It was brutal. It took years, but I got to the point where I healed my traumas. And in the process of doing that, this is this is why it's so important to be able to look in the mirror and as painful as the shit that happens to you in life is. And some of it is truly, truly, unspeakably painful. And it's tough. And it's not always doable on your own. I'm very grateful to the powers that be. I'm very grateful that my traumas weren't so, so heavy that I wasn't able to to do it, you know? Because some things are just so painful that you need help. Like, you need a therapist or you need something. But at that point, like, my shit was moving. I moved so many times. I moved so many times. Uh, My dad not being around. Like, you know, typical shit. And then coming into my own through that discovering fucking manliness but then like through the worst examples imaginable you know because at that point you, you through trials and tribulations you're like what the fuck i i pieced this all together as i was younger i was like just trying to figure out what the fuck i was to do because i didn't have that guidance and i learned everything on my own and it's been super brutal but it's been the most rewarding thing and here i am on the other side Having anxiety about the next phase in my comedy career, but being so in tune and aware of what's happening that I recognize that as just my body, like, manifesting this feeling of unknown. That's all it is. But I've done that enough now that I I can push through that, and I recognize that it's necessary to get me through to the next phase. I have to fucking be afraid because I've never done this shit before. I've never done this shit before. So all you have are the people around you who have done it. 
fucking reach out, get info, and then put that shit into practice and see what works for you and what doesn't. Because just because you're taking advice from people that have had shit work for them doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for you either. It's all trial and error. But you have to just be willing to do the trial and error. And most people don't have it within them to, to deal with... Um, to deal with discomfort and humiliation. I literally dealt with humiliation, my nigga. Like, I bombed in front of audiences for years. That's, like, scarring to 99% of people on this planet. The 1% that are crazy enough to be comedians. But then also, there are all aspects of artistry. I think you gotta be some level of fucking just... But that's the beautiful part of life, man. Stagnation is death. So whatever you have in your heart, like, make sure you fucking try. And and don't even look at age as a goddamn thing. Don't even look at age as a thing. I swear to God. As long as you have health and you're taking care of your health mentally and physically, eat right, take in the right diet of, of media also. Like, don't put constant garbage music, garbage news, garbage media, books, whatever, into your mind. Consume some good, too. Learn some shit. Surround yourself with good people. And also, here's one of the hard ones. You gotta let people go. You gotta learn to, to recognize what people are good for you and not good for you. And, and the longer you go in life without doing any of these things, the harder it becomes to actually put any of these practices into, into motion. That's why motherfuckers have midlife crises at 40 or whatever the fuck. Because they're just now realizing at 40 all these things that I just described. And to do it all at once, 40 years into a life where at this point you're probably locked into a mortgage or a condo payments, car payments. You probably are married. You got kids. You might, and, and a lot of these crises come from realizing it's like, I don't even fucking love the person I'm with. I hate this job. But I bought into whatever the fuck life I was told I was supposed to have. When nigga, this life is yours to, to make of whatever. We all are fucking lied to, bro. We all go through school. We're all fed through this goddamn system that's designed to turn out certain cogs for the machine, my nigga. This, for real, this isn't even conspiracy shit. There's a reason why people are all starting to realize, like, oh, they should be teaching kids how to fucking live in school economics and all this shit why haven't we been doing this to kids because guess what they were busy teaching you fucking calculus and shit that only a select percentage of people need the arts they made they fucking minimalize and marginalize the arts whereas it's both man academic is both mathematics and arts sciences and arts one does not exist without the other it's a yin yang Look up sacred geometry, my nigga. Math is art. This got like super philosophical and intricate as an episode. I fucks with it, though. This is the energy and space that I'm in right now, my nigga. This is it, like I'm fucking done, bro. I'm done being in the condition that I'm in. Because I know I'm capable of doing so much goddamn more. And I'm only robbing myself by not putting in that fucking extra level of effort. 
And I'm even having realizations about how I approach everything, bro. This studio, this fucking where I live, all that stuff. I should fucking downsize immediately. And I'm thinking about it right now. I'm a comedian, my nigga. I don't fucking need all this space. This studio is a godsend. But I could do this all in a one-bedroom apartment. It's just a matter of making myself more comfortable with a different living condition. And I have, and I've said this on the podcast before, I have a certain standard of living. And that's the reason why as a comedian, as an artist, I've maintained a day job. I'm fucking pissed at myself for maintaining a day job. Because I would be further ahead had I actually committed 100% of my fucking time to this shit. And even though I am mentally, my time literally is being split because I have a day job because I've had this standard of living that I've not necessarily refused, but I like, and I'm not going to lie. I'm proud of myself for being able to maintain a balance of both, but I have to be honest with myself. Had I fucking quit my job and just been willing to sleep on couches for a few months and just been willing to fucking eat ramen and just eat shit. I would be further ahead because you know what that does? That forces you to wake up with hunger and passion. Be like, nigga, I don't have all my rent yet. Nigga, I don't have a place to sleep. Nigga, I got to make sure that I'm fucking doing what I got to do to get to where I, I know I can get to. And yes, there are so many other pathways forward. And I'm literally on a separate pathway than what I just described. But fuck, hindsight being 2020, I would have quit my job in Toronto, never moved back. But I did all these things and there's still a pathway forward through through th- this route. I'm not I'm not deterred by that. You you can't you can't use hindsight to look back at your life and be like, "Oh, I should have done all these things and then sit in that energy or those emotions." Because you will fucking kill yourself. You don't want to do that. Don't don't wallow in self-pity. Don't don't be one of those people that are like, oh man, it could have been this, it could have been that. Guess what? You gotta deal with what it is. Now you do have to acknowledge what you went through to get to where you are so that you can change the trajectory of your future. But you are where you are, so you're doing yourself a disservice. You're wasting brain power, you're wasting energy. By thinking, oh man, these things happened to me. I wish they didn't. Oh, what if it was like this? What? Then you get stuck in daydreaming, my nigga. And you're literally keeping yourself further away from actualizing what you actually want to do in life. I did not think this episode was going to be a TED Talk, but it is, my nigga. It is. And almost kind of a TED Talk for myself. Because, th- like, I'm fucking done, bro. I'm, I'm so funny. I'm going to put this on film right now. I'm telling you right fucking now. The way the landscape is in terms of comedians on the rise in Canada, I put myself in fucking top five. And I dare anybody to fucking challenge me. Let's go, my nigga. Top five, bro. Right now, rising comedians in Canada. You can't fuck with the shit that I'm putting out. And this isn't an ego trip. Again, honesty, self-honesty. I have so many systems and checks in place to keep myself humble by talking with other people. Talk. This is other comedians re- re- reaffirming what I just said. This is audiences reaffirming what I just said. This is me literally seeing 
different things starting to happen to me now that I, I'm fully backing myself mentally with the confidence that I fucking deserve and have always had. It's fucking over, my nigga. I promise you, this is a goddamn warning to anybody who, who is just out there to fucking push negativity and just not, not fucking do good work, bro. I'm, tr I'm collabing with the best of the best right now. I'm talking with the best of the best. I'm sharing info with just the most fucking amazing people. Like, the comedy community right now is in such a beautiful place. And I'm starting to see a little bit of that old energy seep back in. A little bit. But thankfully, all this new energy is really powerful. And niggas are really making a push for themselves. And every comedian out there should really feel internally how I just said I feel about myself. But I don't just feel that internally, man. I really fucking feel that I'm, I would challenge my nigga. I said any Canadian comedian on the rise put me on any fucking lineup bro i'm i'm coming out to chop heads bro i'm coming out and i'm coming out to fucking just make everybody nervous because that's what i fucking possess and i'm proving it to myself more and more each day each set i did these six sets this past weekend holy fuck Holy fuck. Shout out to the Corner Comedy Club. I love and salute you. Thank you, Joe Tachito, for all the stage time, bro. All the support over the years. Rusty Nail Comedy. Much love to Sandy out in Kitchener. Thank you for the headline spots, bro. Whoo. Where else was I? Where else was I this weekend? I did Kitchener. Uh, shit. Where was I on Thursday? Shout out to Cliff and Danton for Heat Wave and letting me close that out. At Comedy Lab. Whoo, my nigga. I, and I got more coming up. I got a, I got a weed festival coming up this Saturday. Uh, Oneida. Check my Instagram social media, a.k.a. Black Zeus. Um, and then I got a bunch of dates coming up. I'll continue to... And I'll actually get better at promoting this shit on the show. But, yeah, man. Another six sets. Another six audiences just fucking murdered, bro. And, and this isn't arrogance, this isn't ego, this isn't cockiness. I speak from supreme honesty and ju just, I'm just speaking what it is. And you, like, obviously it might seem a certain way coming from me on my own podcast to say I'm top five, but my nigga challenge me, bro. Challenge, look in my fucking eyes and challenge me, my nigga. This ain't a goddamn game. And I want you, I, A, I love and appreciate all of you that have been supporting me on this come up. I really need you now more than ever, bro. Share my shit. Like my shit. Comment. Subscribe. Tell your friends. I'm telling you, my nigga, next 365 days is going to be different. And I will never, ever forget you original people that were there from the jump. Everybody, everybody and their mom says they support. And they want to support and all that shit. But only a select few people actually hit that button. Actually fucking participate in my come up. Most of the people, and I see it, bro. You just watch the stories. You just fucking participate from a distance. We all need your help. All your friends, all your people that you know in your life that are artists need you, dummies. We need your help, bro. Stop just saying you support because you follow us on Instagram. I'm sorry, that's not support. 
that's watching from afar. You gotta, you gotta fucking actively participate, my nigga. Do something. It's not just enough to to hit the like. You gotta comment. And and this isn't like me begging, nigga. Like go for other people too. For other people that you know. There's some weird psychology about human beings, man. Like just extra little pieces of effort. How many people will watch the fucking uh will watch like uh, a reel that i post and dm me that that was hilarious but not hit like on the thing that helps that pushes the video to more people but i digress i'm not even going to do the better call saul uh and breaking bad complete recap and breakdown because i'm sweating my nigga and i still have to cook bro that does not stop bro but i'm so in my element right now i'm so in my element and i'm fucking proud of myself first of all and i'm just so excited i'm so excited for what's to come uh i'm very excited for the future with with my niggas that i've been coming up with holy fuck i have a solid solid crew of people outside of comedy i'm so man i'm telling you bro a lot of people in 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 entertainment especially like showbiz type shit they get in it because they need community you know like so many people abandon their friends from before comedy once they get in comedy. I'm very happy and proud of the fact that I have kept my core friends, not just in my life, but actively participating in my come up now. I got them all working, my nigga. As they should, as we all should be. Because like, high tide raises all ships. And just because I'm the dude in the forefront right now, I'm in the process of, of building platform for myself, building a platform for myself and the ability for my niggas and niglets to build platforms through that. And that, that gets me excited too in ways that I never have been before. I'm just, I just feel so fulfilled and it's only the beginning. And I love you guys all. I appreciate y'all. This is Black Zeus. I am Black Zeus. This is Black Zeus, the podcast season three, episode 33. 33, baby. Maybe that's the name of the episode. 33, baby. What should I even do for a theme this week? Just, nigga, take care of yourself. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. Um, Yeah, man. Maybe I'll do this. Henny, can you please make a theme out of what I'm about to say? Because it's important. Black Zeus. First ever comedy special coming November 2022. More info coming soon. I love y'all. Please hit the subscribe. I will be back every Wednesday wherever you listen to this podcast and on YouTube so that you can watch this podcast. I love you all. I cannot say that enough. I appreciate y'all. God bless. Peace, peace. Black Zeus. First ever comedy special coming November 2022. Black Zeus comedy special coming November 2022. Please hit the subscribe. I will be back every Wednesday, wherever you listen, and on YouTube so that you can watch. So that you can watch.